I'm Anne. And I'm Lita. And this is Vodka Lemonade Stand. Cheers! All right, so this is an exciting episode because we have our second featured guest on the pod. You've heard of her before. (laughs) (laughs) Many times. (laughs) That's true. Um, So, Becca, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Becca. Um, You may have heard my name on the podcast before. Um, I'm a friend of Lita's. Um, That's, I think, the most relevant thing here. Do either of you have anything to add? (laughs) Um, I would like to add that Becca has joined the team of Vodka Lemonade Stand. She's going to start helping Anne produce episodes, which is very exciting. We are growing. I'm so pumped. World. I'm so pumped and psyched. <laughs> Turned into or piked. piked. <laughs> and that's how you know that there's real vodka in this. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't fuck around. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do this every week. Well, every other not week every week. Whatever. You know, but twice a month. You get, you get used to it. Mm-hmm. Being drunk on Sundays just becomes the norm. <laughs> I think Becca and I were riding in the car and we were talking about going out and I was like, it's been so long since I've been drunk in the evening. And it just like... It sounds like you're a lady who lunches and like just drinks like Bloody Marys all day at the country club. I'm not like you're drunk in the evenings. It's only a morning thing for me. That's just the way to be, you know? I mean, you know, we got to do what we got to do for the pod. Mm-hmm. You've listened to us sober. It's not very good. No, it's not. I'm in that, I was going to say, I'm thinking of doing like a, like a Whole30 thing again in August. And I'm like, how am I going to bring my A game? I'll find out. I'll find other techniques. We'll figure it out. Is weed Whole30? Yes. That's really? what I, that's, that's, that's what I meant by other techniques. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that, how does weed affect you in terms of your... I get giggly. You get giggly. Oh, mm-hmm. that's perfect yeah. then. That's perfect because we just makes me sleepy mm-hmm. and that would not be effective mm-hmm. as a recording device. All right. Anyway, so this I have claimed as my birthday episode Hell of yeah. the pod because I turned 26 this week, finally caught up to Anne. HBD. Oh, thanks. Um, so I have sort of dictated some of the activities we will be engaging in today. Um, but before we start, we normally, for Becca's sake, do a sort of like what's going on in the world of pop culture. Mm-hmm. And since I we haven't, that. you do, Becca always needs that. Always need that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because we haven't recorded in a while, we've missed two, oh, so, several things. Well, we've missed a lot of things, but there are two in particular I want to bring up and then maybe you, either of you will have more things that you want to talk about. But Can I guess what they are? Yes. Charlie Puff released an album. No. Oh, okay. Sorry, we we already ahead. we already go recorded ahead. the episode. We just haven't released it yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, no, my thing or my two things are celebrity couples, aka Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, and Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Where do we want to start? Which one do you want to start? I with? gotta. We gotta start with Pete Davidson okay. and Ariana Grande. I'm ready. I. Who, who among us understands? <laughs> no. No one. No one. No in one? the entire country is like, yeah, that makes sense. Pete Davidson's charming. He's charming. Sure. He's, he's good at his job, which is on SNL, like to be a comedian and mm-hmm. do like silly skits and mm-hmm. pull them off effectively. I think he was really charming as the gay roommate in Set It Up. Oh. Uh, it worked. That's a certain kind of celebrity. 
very well respected. Ariana Grande is like on a whole other level. Yep. She's like she's like Met Gala celebrity. And Pete Davidson's yep. like lucky to get invited to the Tony celebrity. You're not wrong. So I'm baffled. Did they meet on SNL? How did they meet? Probably. Maybe. Maybe they met through the same mutual friend that set up <laughs> Meghan Markle. <laughs> Prince and, Harry. Uh, and Prince Harry, yeah. Uh, I mean, could be. We'll never know. Um, but SNL seems like, like that's how yeah, Scarlett Johansson yeah. and um, Colin Jost. Oh, yeah. Scarlett Johansson happened. Scar Joe and Colin. Scarlett Johansson managed to ruin the announcement of the Black Widow movie because everyone was like, whatever, we're so Fuck over you. you. We don't want you anymore. <laughs> We'll take Captain Marvel, and then we'll take someone else. Mm-hmm. Black Widow is dead. Um, yeah, we're talking about how Scarlett Johansson signed on to play a trans man in a film, and people were like, one, no, and two, that doesn't make any sense. And three, didn't you learn your lesson the first time the when you were cast as an Asian woman? With the same director. So, oh, um, the same director? Really? Yes. Wow. The same director she just refuses to, to learn any lessons. It's shocking to all of us. <laughs> Um, I can't help but think that like that they're doing it on purpose, like to be like obnoxious and like you know, oh, you know, we're so subversive. You would Does think it would be. I think they're just to dumb create and buzz. They just don't think they care. Well, and Ghost in the Shell bombed. Mm-hmm. Like after all of that negative press, no one saw the movie. It did really poorly. So why would you be like, ah, yes, let's try this again? Yeah. Like that doesn't even make business sense. Mm-hmm. Are we mad at Colin Jost for anything specific? His like, face do they deserve bugs each other? Me. I just don't like his face. Oh. Also, it kind of frustrates me that the weekend update people get paid the same amount as the people who have to be in like five different skits. They only do one thing. I mean, they're they're also writers, I would assume, but like yeah. in terms of their performances during SNL, they don't have to pull very much weight. They're That's going true. out. Okay, so now you understand. <laughs> you understand why I Becca. So Becca is like together. the target audience for this podcast. Yeah, I don't know any of it otherwise. <laughs> Becca would literally know nothing if it weren't for me. I'm pretty sure, like nothing. <laughs> the existence of the podcast like cuts down on the amount of time like when we're hanging out that she has to explain to me things. <laughs> It's a primer. Like, who Harry Styles is. Well, now we can tape those explanations so we don't have to have them, like, with every OkCupid and Tinder date that we have. That's true. <laughs> just listen to the podcast. Just, and just listen just to my listen. podcast. You'll know what I'm about, and, like, we yeah. can move on from there. Yeah. How, it's a good screening technique. How is she dating him? Sorry. <laughs> Are you just saying because he's not Pete very Davidson? cute? No, we're talking, no, about, we're talking about ScarJo. And Colin Jost. I'm just looking at pictures of them. And, like, with the Avengers, like... Um, thing in the back. He has a bizarre face. Mm. Sorry, I shouldn't be talking about visual things on a podcast. Okay. Well, just Google look up thing. Colin Jost. Yeah. Like, look up his face. Yeah, he's know. just like a, he looks like a frat bro, kind of. Maybe she's a, she must be into that. That's a type. Wasn't she dating, who did she date before? I don't know. She's been in many Woody Allen movies, so she's got some decisions that are questionable in her past. That. Not even, not even just the Ghost in the Shell thing. Sorry, I'm Googling Scarlett Johansson relationships. Her romantic ups and downs oh in my. People oh. magazine. Okay, her ups and downs in love, to be more specific. We're going to have to talk about oh. her ups and downs in love later on. 
Ouch. In this episode. That's going to be ugly. She was previously married to Ryan Reynolds for two years. I totally forgot about that. Pre-Blake Lively. That's a cute couple. Okay, so they divorced in December 2010. Wait, they were married? Yeah. For two years. Yeah. She had a whirlwind romance with Sean Penn? Ew, no, ew. What? What? Known for being really evil to Robin Wright? Sean Penn? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know about that. Well, cut it out if we can't verify it, but I'm pretty sure there was abuse in that relationship. Okay. Well, also, she was then 26, and he was 50. Ew. So, when ScarJo was our age, she was dating somebody like who could be like your parents' age, but like a little bit younger. Yep. Yeah. Well, I even your that. parents' age. Like my parents are kind of mm-hmm. like on the older, yeah, older side. Um, but like mo- most people's parents would be that age. Yeah. Hmm. Then she did some French guy, and I guess this article was from like 2014 because that's where it ends. But anyway. She had she had an interesting interesting dating life that one. I'll say yes. I saw a picture online where somebody had swapped Pete Davidson's haircut with Ariana Grande's haircut. Like they just did the hair swap, <laughs> and Ariana Grande looked really good. With she should hair? cut off all of her hair. I want Ariana Grande in a blonde buzz cut today. Oh. It would probably be so nice for her scalp to have a break from you know being. Yeah, and this... her bone structure is so good. She oh, doesn't yeah. need the hair. It's like That's actually true. distracting. And I think I've always been. I feel a little bit weird about the ponytail, and I think that's my own psychology. It's got that's nothing fair. to do with Ariana. She's fabulous, and her hair is great. I like it. If it, I would like it if there were none of it, though. That's fair. I can see that. Yeah, I've always loved Ariana Grande since I found out that she recorded Just a Little Bit of Your Heart, which was a song written by Harry Styles that we mentioned mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago because that was the song I chose for my original span vid. Um, Mm -hmm. so Ariana Grande said that to learn just a little bit of your heart, Harry Styles sent her a recording of him singing Mm -hmm. and she didn't want to record the song at first because his version was so moving that she didn't think she could do the song justice. She said it made her cry. Wow. Anyway, I love that song. And so that endeared Ariana to me. And then everything she went through with Manchester, I feel like was so difficult mm-hmm. and i really felt for her do you know what we're talking about i do not she was doing a concert and there was a bombing mm-hmm. oh okay. um, i think i might have heard about that and i can't even imagine the guilt you would feel if people got hurt at yeah concert. yeah mm-hmm. so that's a bummer sorry just like that episode of nashville where juliet gives a concert and oh and the teens Deacon's get trampled niece, or whatever yeah. Deacon's secret daughter oh, no. sorry <laughs> nashville spoilers <laughs> it's gets. okay that's from years ago <laughs> gets hurt anyway yeah so but anyway ariana and pete the they have tattoos they're engaging tattoos they're not just dating they're engaged oh yeah they are engaged yeah that's the only reason i knew they were dating at all is because i heard about the engagement and i was like oh who's pete oh right (laughs) um what are their tattoos do you know they're like on the ring <gasps> finger, I think, aren't they? No. Finger tattoos are just a poor choice. Like they do fade pretty they, fast. Yeah, exactly. But maybe that's a commentary that's on romance and love in the first place. Oof. Oof. What if what if Ariana Grande and P. Davidson are just doing three dimensional chess but romance? What? <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, we're just alive they're on, for the ride. They're on a next level of thinking. So Galaxy we're brain see nonsense. What happens at this point? We'll see if they actually get married. I honestly don't know whether to put my money on yes or no. After watching Ariana Grande's "God Is a Woman" video, mm-hmm. it would delight me for her to come out as queer at some point in her mm. lifetime. I'm not going to project anything onto her, but I just say that'd be a lot of fun. Also, this is so, well, I mean, it's related, but not um, at the same time. I was thinking about whether vodka lemonade stand should have a rule and you have to identify as bi to be on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's a fun, a fun um, exclusivity thing. Yeah. Or maybe queer. 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 Because I would also, I was like, well, if you're going to identify as as bi, I would also welcome folks who identify as pan. Yeah. That's true. Okay, let's say queer. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to you have to have some some queerness to be mm-hmm. on our podcast mm-hmm. because that's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, so we talked about Ariana and Pete. Does anyone have anything else to say about Ariana and Pete? Good luck to them. Yes, I think that is a shared sentiment, at least between me and Anne. I think. Good luck to her. Like Pete's fine. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I, I send all goodwill towards them. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, we can move on. Okay, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. Tell me about it. Okay, does everyone know who Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra are? Should I do a quick... I thoroughly know who Nick Jonas is. Priyanka Chopra, I only kind of know. Okay. Priyanka Chopra, if I remember correctly, was Miss Universe? Mm. Miss World? Something? Mm. Uh, A while ago. Mm -hmm. She was a Bollywood film star Mm. who made the transition to Hollywood, which is really unusual. Mm -hmm. Very few people have done that, if any really honestly yeah um and it was really i remember reading an article in a magazine about um her transition to hollywood because like bollywood and hollywood vary dramatically in terms of how love is portrayed and how Mm. sex is portrayed Mm. aka at all portrayed Mm -hmm. um and so they were talking to her about how she was going to handle sex scenes Mm -hmm. basically because that's just not a part of bollywood um, but then she was in Quantico. Mm. She was in Baywatch with Zac Efron and Dwayne <laughs> The Rock Johnson. I need to watch that still. Mac and I thought I would watch it again. I think it's on some streaming platform now. Perfect. Maybe Amazon. I really need to see it. Yeah, we should watch it. It's it's a time. Um, and I feel like the first season of Quantico was really good, and then I think it went downhill. We'll have a Dwayne The Rock Johnson special. I fucking love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh my god. You and Roxanne Gay. I know. I told... Who was I talking to yesterday? No, I was talking to Sherry. I was like, I want the world to be like Fast and Furious. I just want car races all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we should watch Baywatch and Moana and Fast and mm-hmm. Furious. The trilogy. I feel like that would be a really good <laughs> or series like of Or like also events. Jumanji, the new one. Oh yeah, I want to see Jumanji actually. It got less bad reviews than i was anticipating mm-hmm. good so i would be i would be here for that aren't there so many jumanji movies like there's the original one and then there's the one with um zara thora what That's i only the know space about the jumanji. one with um with the guy yeah i know he i can't think of his um, name but it's because i know it. robin williams thank you yes and then there's the new one so there's like three jumanjis wait what's the space jumanji zarathura 
It's Jumanji, but in space. Oh, oh. I'm not it kind of a vaguely, that. did that come out recently? No, it came out no. like ten years ago. Oh, that I, ten years ago is recent in my pop culture ah. mind. I'm like ten years ago, yeah. <laughs> I kind of remember something like that coming mm-hmm. out, and people mm-hmm. are like, "It's just Jumanji, yeah. but like only a little different." Like it wasn't an accident. In space. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's Priyanka Chopra. She's stunning. Mm-hmm. She is about a decade older than Nick Jonas, but Nick Jonas is super rich. Mm-hmm. He was a Jonas like, brother. Reasonably attractive, although I'm still partial to Joe. Personally. Joe Jonas because of the eyebrows. Well, the eyebrows for me, and I like his music so yeah. much, and that cake by the ocean, cake by the ocean, <laughs> <laughs> and all of the other songs. Um, Mick and Priyanka look good together. <laughs> yeah, he wears a suit. For and all of you following along. On your Googling photos. <laughs> Google images, that's what it's called. Googling with Google photos. <laughs> you can, uh, maybe you'll agree with me. Send us a tweet. Do you think they look good together? <laughs> I do. Can't send you a tweet because your Twitter is locked, Becca. You have no, to it's un- not. Oh, you unlocked it? Oh. Yeah. oh, good. Okay. We could also send Vodka Lemonade Stand a tweet at Vodka Lem Stand. Yeah, yeah exactly. Vodka uh, Lem- at Vodka Lem Stand. Tell uh, us if you think Nick and Priyanka look good together. Hashtag Nick and Priyanka. One of these days we'll have Yikes. we'll have Instagram and we'll do polls. Oh, that would <laughs> be good. Can you poll on Twitter? Yeah. You can do polls over Twitter, but I don't know. For some reason, I like the Instagram one. Instagram is more like interactive, maybe. Mm. But that's Instagram is actually how Nick and Priyanka mm. verified their relationship. Instagram like, was their mutual friend. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> there are Instagram stories. So first he posted an Instagram story and it was Priyanka like walking or talking or something. And he wrote her heart mm. face emoji. And then... A while later, there's a video of him, and she wrote him oh, heart face emoji. That's disgusting. I, hate I mean, it so much. I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> I hate it so much. I'm smiling so big. Yeah, you're so smiling as you say that. <laughs> um, and my favorite Nick Jonas story, if anyone is familiar with um, the Grub Street Diet in New York Magazine, um, the guy who plays Winston, I believe, in New Girl, mm, yeah. the Grub Street Diet. And it's basically like someone usually in New York talking about all the restaurants they ate at in a week. Great. Um, Pay me he, to do that. Hmm? Pay I, me to do that. I know, that. right? I know. So he was um, invited to go to Las Vegas by a friend. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're all going to go on my buddy's um, private plane. Mm-hmm. And... He was like, uh-uh, I don't do private planes. Like, private planes are the ones that go down. Like, it's no, true. not They're here small. for that. The day the music died. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Um, and then he found out once he got to Vegas that the his buddy was talking about Nick Jonas's <sighs> plane. And he was like, well, Nick Jonas's plane isn't going to go down. He's too pretty to die. And Here's the thing. If he had gotten on the plane, it would have. So it's good that it didn't work out that way. Fair. That's how fate works. <laughs> Anyway, that's my, like, a side note, Nick Jonas. He has his own fucking plane, guys. That's, wow. like, next level rich, even for celebrities. Mm. Like, planes are expensive. They're too expensive. They should, we should probably, once we, like, overthrow the billionaire class, ban private planes. I'm here for mm, that. Yes. I'm that's just environmentally that. sound. We'll yeah. write it into the... Into the, new, the new socialist the new charter. u.s constitution yeah that's like the 60th amendment no guns no private planes that's Boom. it great that sounds legitimate we to figured me. it all out okay i think we should transition we have a bunch yep. of like 
games to play today. Okay. But first, today we watched the movie Beautiful Creatures, mm-hmm. the 2013 adaptation of a book series, I think with the same name. I don't know. The first book is called that, but the series is called like Caster Chronicles or something. Gross. <laughs> Beautiful creatures. See, how we landed on this was I was like, I want to find something like Vampire Academy. I want to find something that's (laughs) bad, but funny with some sort of supernatural element. Mm -hmm. And I landed on, well, we landed on Beautiful Creatures. So we sat through all 124 minutes of the film today. so long. I napped through like five minutes of it. (laughs) (laughs) No baby. Um, Would anyone like to start? With beautiful creatures. I'll give it a shot. I, I'm going to do like a, a, a loose plot summary. Okay. So beautiful creatures starts with uh, basically the male equivalent of Bella Swan mm-hmm. living in uh, Gatlin, South, South Carolina. Carolina. And for some reason, this town is obsessed with the Civil War. Because there was a Civil War battle yeah. that happened there. And even like this kid, uh, Ethan... Is the main character? Is Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, his name is Ethan Waits or something like that. And even he's like, oh, I'm so sick of this town, everybody in it, and like, it's so obsessed with the Civil War. He's obsessed with the Civil War. So he's like, not even want to talk. It comes up literally in every inner monologue he has. Um, Played by Han Solo, not Harrison Ford, the other one. And young Han Solo, in fact. Exactly. Um, Like, he could have been played by anyone because he was so blocked. He was a very bland character, and I don't think that Alden Eichenreich's uh, South Carolinian accent was super well executed. It did come off as someone doing an accent the whole time. Fun fact, he was recast. Oh, well, that makes sense. That part was recast. That makes... The whole movie makes most of our sense. Yeah. (laughs) Who was originally cast? Someone named Jack O'Connell, whose name did not ring a bell for me, but he was in um, some things that did ring a bell. Maybe he just has a really generic face or something. Maybe. maybe... I mean, that would have been better because the character is pretty generic. The character is pretty generic. Also, you have to wonder, like, would the movie have done better with a different person? I don't know. I mean, Mm. the screenplay was still garbage. Alden Eichenreich's doing fine for himself, but, like... That's uh. true. Okay, Jack O'Connell was in um, Unbroken, mm-hmm. 300, Rise of an Empire, in what? 18 episodes of Skins, so I probably saw him in that. Probably British. Um, yeah, oh, for sure. Can I see a picture? Yes, you can. Oh, Becca beat me to it. It looks much older than everybody else in this cast, and so it's like the age thing comes off as weird because he's supposed to be like seventeen. He was born two years before us. He's twenty-eight. And then how old is? I don't know why he looks older to me. Maybe it's just I that photo. Can... But he well, he reminds me of like Game of Thrones actors. Oh. Like uh, I don't know, which are all very talented, but I don't know. He comes across as too old. Alden, how do you say his last name? I said. Eichenreich, but okay, I could also whatever. be saying it wrong. Alden, he's a year older than Jack O'Connell. Or is it Ehrenreich? I don't know. Er, it's spelled like, oh, there's a Show pronunciation in here, but I don't understand it. I think it's Ehrenreich. Oh, it's Ehrenreich. Yeah. That sounds right. Anyway. I think I said Eichenreich because of the candy, Mike and Ike. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway. There's no judgment here. So he's the Bella Swan, and yes. the Edward of the movie is this, uh, she's a witch. She's like... She's a caster. She's like, we call the witch, but she's a witch. 
Um, Manic Pixie Dream Girl, Lena. Lena. And her weirdo uncle, Mm -hmm. Jeremy Irons, uh, Mm -hmm. known for being Scar in The Lion King. Mm -hmm. Uh, And wearing the same outfit that he wore as the Pope in the Borgias (laughs) the whole time, which is like, why are you wearing that in South Carolina? It doesn't make any sense. Um, it's because they're a family of witches, and there's some, like, Civil War era curse on her her witch family where all the ladies in the witch family turn evil on their 16th birthday. (laughs) So she has a tattoo in her hand that's a countdown to how many days she has left until she turns 16 and evil. And also, the evil lady members of her family are, like, out to get her. Well, they want to pull her to the dark side. Yeah, which is the same thing. Yeah. Um, and it's very confusing because the editing in this film is bad. <laughs> um, Jeremy Irons is like, oh, Serafina, she's coming for you. And cut to a woman who is like just driving down the road in a red Corvette. She murders a police officer with magic. We must assume this is Serafina, right? Because we just heard Serafina's coming for you and there's a woman coming to town in the next scene. No, that's not Serafina. That's someone totally different. Named Ripley. Ripley. Her- <laughs> also, I think it's Seraphine, not Seraphina, but I'm know. just dumb. I'm, I'm dumb no. with this. And the name, and there's too many characters, and they all yeah. look the same. That's they true. And it's kind of dorky. Um, so there's a Civil War era curse where one of her female witch ancestors um, had a, a love who has the exact same name as Bella Swan the equivalent here so his name is also ethan waits and he like gets shot in front of her because it's the civil war and everybody's dying Mm -hmm. she flips out necromances him Mm -hmm. which curses her soul immediately and then she kills evil af yeah she immediately like murders the guy that she just brought back from the dead and Uh lost her soul to and so that's why her whole family from then on out is evil anyway uh her name was Genevieve. Uh, Genevieve, and she was played by marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I just want to put that in there. Rachel Brosnahan. Yeah, she's great. Love Rachel her eyebrows. Rachel Brosnahan is great. It, uh, kind of <laughs> me, it kind of reminded me of Claire Foy in Vampire yeah, Academy as yeah. this like kind of throwaway role before she got famous. Yeah, yeah, it, it was kind of like well, she was. This was like before she was on uh, House of Cards too. Oh, I forgot she was on House of Cards. Yep, she's yep, so yep, good yep. in that movie. Uh, we're in that show and anything she's in. Anyway, but also, fun fact, Zoe Deutsch is in this movie. Speaking of Vampire Diaries. <laughs> or Vampire Academy. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't speaking of Vampire Diaries, but I'm constantly thinking about well, it. Well, I said Vampire Diaries because they kept talking about 1864, and yeah. 1864 was when Damon and Stefan Salvatore became vampires in Vampire it's Diaries. True. Because that also happened during the Civil so, War. So, yeah. So, Zoe Deutsch was underused. I think Zoe Deutsch could have been the lead. But maybe she needed to develop her skills more and maybe recover from Vampire Academy. But Is this I was before say, after Vampire Academy. I don't know, but I like Zoe Deutsch in Set It Up, and I think she's a rising star. She is. I mean, remember we talked about Everybody Wants Some exclamation point exclamation Love point. Love her in that. Love that movie. Um, okay, I'm gonna see what came first, Vampire Academy or The Egg. <laughs> this was the year before Vampire Academy came uh-huh. out. Which makes sense because she got like an upgraded role. It's true. But maybe this was like her supernatural foot in the door, just like um, what's his face in Vampire Academy before Shadowhunters. Oh yeah, Dominic Sherwood. Sherwood. There we go. So, 
Okay, I'm going to look back. Okay, so I started looking up, like, random trivia on IMDb about this movie while we were watching because it was a snooze fest. And I think it was Anne who said at some point, the first time we see Macon? Macon. Macon. The uncle. Um, he's wearing some sort of weird robe. It's a weird up. robe. And he Anne, looks like Elton John. He did, yeah, Becca <laughs> said he looked like Elton John. And Anne said something along the lines looks of, like this is pope. definitely his I'm not a vampire outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out that in the books, Macon was a vampire. They didn't oh, wow. put that in? No, they decided to make the entire family casters. Or I guess also a siren. But I think in the books it was a lot more nuanced and they had oh, so, different sort of identities. Okay, that makes more sense when she's like, well, I'm not a like a witch, I'm a caster. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but they're the same fucking thing. So like, yeah. cool it. Um, <laughs> it does make more sense. But if there's that. a whole kind of like, you know, magical like variations to the own and like, you know, what you can be, mm-hmm. then it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So if he was like vampire Elton John. It's basically mm-hmm. like Macon mm-hmm. in a nutshell. Other things I learned from the IMDb trivia. Okay, does anyone want to guess the budget and gross oh, of these God, movies? I'm bad with numbers. I'm going to guess a $30 million budget. Okay. And then a, did they break even? Hmm. Like a 50 million? No. Like a. 42 million gross. Okay. According to IMDb, budget 60 million. Oh. Gross 20 million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, the other thing I learned about this movie from IMDb trivia. So remember the spinning table scene? Yeah, that where sucked. Ridley... And I was like, this yeah. is some bullshit, haunted mansion bullshit. Okay, so apparently <laughs> the director had some sort of aversion to using green screen so they used very little green screen in the movie so that was actually spinning it I was like on hydraulic hydro hydraulics and um ridley and what's her face lena were on like parade float-esque things that were like huh attached to the ground and then everyone else was spinning. It reminded me of, like, theater gimmicks that I've seen before. Like, when the stage rotates or, like, you can get certain... Like, it looked like it was mechanical. And it was. It was CGI. mechanical. Oh my you were God. correct. I'm so annoyed. It was literally spinning. It was also gratuitous. Like, it didn't need to be there, really. They could have cut that whole scene and it would have been fine. <laughs> Also, it could have been way shorter. They could have spun for a really long time. half the movie. It would have yeah. been fine. <laughs> so, Becca, who... who do you think is too famous to have been in this movie? Mm, too famous to have been in the movie. Emma oh, Thompson. definitely Emma Thompson. Yeah, yeah, Emma yeah. Thompson. For mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah. I, 2009. I don't know what else she had. I mean, she'd already been in like, you know, like the Shakespeare stuff. Mm-hmm. And she'd been in Harry, Harry Potter, Potter already. Love Actually. And, yeah. So like, I don't know why. I mean, I guess we kind of talked before we started recording about how they thought it was going to be a lot bigger than it actually was. So maybe that has something to do with it. I think it's Mortal Instruments phenomenon. They were mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, yes, this is going to be the next Harry Potter slash Twilight slash whatever. Right. And then it crashes and burns because Twilight and Harry Potter, like not everything can be that. Or like Divergent and Hunger Games, like mm-hmm. yeah. that didn't work out how they thought it was going to work mm-hmm. out either. Yeah. Um, yeah, it went it went the Vampire Academy way of things instead of the ti- Twilight way of things. Hollywood does not understand what young girls love. 
And they try and replicate it. No. And Vampire no, Academy, won't. too, had a less impressive cast in this cast. Jeremy Irons, Emma Thompson, Emmy Rossum. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. She deserves so much better than this she movie. Deserves, which, again, brings us back to the, uh, I think it was the same conversation we had about Vampire Academy. Did this originate as something as silly as it ended up being? No, mm. I think, especially with that cast... They mm-hmm. must have pitched it so well, those agents. Mm-hmm. And like, this is going to be great. It's going to make a bigger career. This is going to be the next Twilight. I'm sure that's what This is going to be said. what pays for your mansion. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it just... So many elements of it were unforgivably bad. Yep. <laughs> like, we were calling out, I was like, the costumes are great. The costumes yeah, the Everybody costumes are looks great. awesome. All the dresses are like, ooh, I want to wear that. Ooh, it's sexy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, like, I love it. I love seeing it on screen. Editing, bad. Yep. Graphic effects, bad. Mm-hmm. Script writing, bad. Mm-hmm. Music. Like, the Emma Thompson at one point is like, love is just a spell that mortals made up to trick their females and not caring about power. <laughs> and I was like, what are you saying right now? This doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's, what you just said is true, but the way they made her say it sounded like Females. <laughs> so two fun facts. The screenplay was written by the director, first okay. of all. Second of all, one of the songs was written by the girl who played Lena. What? Ew. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention well enough to, like, identify None it. None of the songs were good. No, mm. but she wrote one of them, so at least that excuses it a little bit. Uh, yeah, they just... They, who was she? How did she get cast? Because I haven't seen her in Mm-mm. anything else. Well, I wonder if this kind of fucked her over. Like, if Maybe. she was supposed to be the next Kristen Stewart or the next <laughs> Zoe Deutsch or whatever... And this film, I don't know. It was such a crime movie. Yeah. Or maybe, like, she weirdly got typecast as, like, a kind of creepy, plain witch girl, you know? She didn't get a lot of chance to show a lot of personality, either. No. She was mostly just, like, moody the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yep. Alden E., uh, at least got to show some personality, even if his character was pretty flat. He had some monologues. Yeah. That were impassioned. Yeah. They're stupid, but they were impassioned. Yeah. Bukowski, is that any good? Fuck off. <laughs> oh my god. Ever heard of Kurt Vonnegut? <laughs> um, you may not have read it because it's a banned book, but I'm just really into To Kill a Mockingbird. And she's like, I've read it twice. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna see what other what other okay. notes I okay, I wrote down a lot of the quotes. One was when Lena told Zoe Deutsch that she must have been the first in her litter, which was oh, it's supposedly, it it's supposedly a sick burn, but I'm like, that's, I don't, I don't know, whatever. maybe there's some that, sort of stereotype oh, about the first one being stupid? All of their is folksy sayings were very hit or miss. <laughs> like, some of, most of them made no sense at all, Except- and were just, just existed to kind of, like, set a tone of whatever the tone was i knows. still love slap my ass and call me sally that I, emma thompson saying that was a peak <laughs> of the film <laughs> um and then probably honestly the most ludicrous part of the movie was when they said that nancy reagan <laughs> i just i had forgotten that that happened I probably just, that's why i take notes <laughs> so allow me to describe <laughs> please do the two lovers, Bella Swan and Lady Edward, 
Um, <laughs> follow the librarian slash seer, Emma. Emma? Oh, also yeah. fun Viola fact. Davis. That was originally two characters in the book. Well, that makes sense. melded into one character That makes much more sense to me now. Yeah. Anyway, they follow Viola Davis down into a secret basement over, under the library. And she's like, wow, this must be underneath the whole town. And the librarian's like, um, actually, it's underneath the whole country. And like, you know, this is, you know, the, this is just the capital of it or something like that. And the, the capital of our gigantic witch library used to be in washington dc until nancy reagan kicked us out she's the one mortal that's like casters have ever feared and i'm like why <laughs> nancy reagan really is the one mortal that casters are afraid nancy reagan of all people why nancy reagan and they, they do not expand nope they do not clarify nope Mm-mm. they could have picked any first lady yep they went with a nancy reagan of all people I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. I really don't. That was... It was a weird Which choice. first lady do you think that Castor should be afraid of? I mean, in, like Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah. Like Hillary power. Clinton would have kicked... Hillary... Would she have kicked the witches out? Or would she have tried to ally with the witches? She's strategic. Well, it depends on whether the witches she met were evil or not. Mm-hmm. I feel like, but I, Hillary Clinton, I feel like was a lot more badass than Nancy Reagan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Michelle Obama, I think, is also badass, but I think she's also very nice. Mm. Yeah. So she would have been like, oh, well, I guess it's fine. But they were already gone by then, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. They maybe, were already exiled to Gatlin. Maybe South Eleanor Carolina. Roosevelt had the the chutzpah to kick the witches out of DC. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see what else. I don't know. Everything about this movie was really dumb. Yeah. yeah. What did I keep saying the whole time? I hate this. I want to die. Yeah. <laughs> you I think there that. were a lot of comments. Another thing Anne said was, I don't understand who anyone is because they all have dark hair. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're they're all like tall and wearing poofy dresses and have dark hair. Yep. Which is a great aesthetic, but very confusing. Very confusing. Also, when some people are not in their actual bodies, Mm -hmm. that was confusing. Mm -hmm. Because Seraphine took over Emma Thompson's Thompson's body, body, which was um, Alden's, aka male Bella's best friend's mom. Oh, okay. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. It was just so... That's because it was fucking confusing. They were praying at the beginning, which is how we're supposed to know. Okay. But I'm like, okay. Um, Other weird things about this movie, no caster could love a mortal, which... Seems they dumb. never really explained why. Yeah. And then also we find out... Too the, different. They're yeah. too fragile to exist in the world. Oh, that's true. <laughs> she did say that. Um, but at the end of the movie, we find out that female Bella's mind was erased or Male something Bella? happened. Or Did I say female Bella? Mm-hmm. His name is Ethan, which Ethan. is very forgettable. So. Okay. Ethan's mind was erased because... He comes up to Lena and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. We never like actually got a chance to hang out. Bukowski, isn't that good? <laughs> Disaster. Yeah. And he's like driving out of town, which is what his mom always wanted for him. And he passes the sign like, no, leaving Gatlin, which has been struck by lightning because there was a scene in the movie that I will never forget where they like are having a fight and they like... M- make up and then like vigorously make out and then mm-hmm. she like conjures lightning accidentally that strikes the sign mm-hmm. and they like bone in her car or something like that and i yep. was like wow i can't believe that he forgot that amazing lightning sex like that's disappointing 
And not a second later, does he just sort of has like look come over his face like he remembers everything and the car screeches to a halt and he's like, Lena! And then the movie ends. <laughs> this was exactly like Vampire Academy where they cut the last scene was Claire Foy in that creepy cave. Mm-hmm. It was like the same thing. They were like so obviously setting up for a second movie that just never happened. Yeah, because yeah, at the end we find out that Lena this whole time she's been like torn over whether she's going to be a good caster or a bad caster. And Turns tell, out both. Yeah, bad casters <laughs> have like glowing orange eyes like Magnus oh, and Magnus. Shadowhunters. Um, and she's got one glowing orange eye at the end. So, like, the future mm. is a mixed bag, is the takeaway Which there. makes sense. I guess. I mean, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, there's good and there's bad in the world. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Stunning obso- observation. <laughs> I, I, wow. What wisdom. Uh, the movie's bad. Yeah. I'm surprised by the 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, genuinely, the other option and has seen the host, but neither Becca or I had seen the host, and so that was going to be mm-hmm. another option. And I think that had like nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, really, something like that. Well, was... I think that's just because all the Stephanie Meyer hate. Mm. That is possible. Like the host mm. wasn't good, but it didn't suck. Also, Vampire Academy has fifteen percent on. Oh, sorry, like, just flashback. I, honestly, I think Vampire Academy is at least more fun to watch than Beautiful Creatures, don't you think? Mm. Yeah, I, I was, I was so ready for this movie to be over and it was so long it was very long it was too long it was long okay so i have a question yep do you do either you think that this genre is over because you said it's an attempt to kind of tap into whatever made pop uh made harry potter and twilight supernatural successful yeah so do you think it's over why Mm. or why not oh yeah literally nine percent on rotten tomatoes the host with saoirse ronan which Mm. is weird She's anyway, great. Mm-hmm. Saoirse Ronan is great. She's um, great do we think it's... Oh, no. It'll never be over. I think it's going to change form. Yeah. We'll see what that looks like. It might be more queer if mm. Hollywood finally starts to understand that that's what the youth want. Or maybe we're shifting into... From supernatural to, like, superhero almost. With like Just, like... With pooling all the resources in that. Runaways and Yeah, like Runaways Dagger. is what came to mind. Um, yeah. Like, we're just shifting away from... Because, like, how much more can we do with vampires yeah. and witches and blah, blah, blah. Um, so maybe the next thing is teenagers with powers, but not the same kind of powers that we've grown accustomed to seeing over and over and over yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just, like pulling back into tv as like the stronghold of good teen content because i think a teen movie is very different than a teen tv show and like the stakes are different Mm. and i I think what i said at one point during this movie like this this should have been a tv show like i would have watched that tv show Mm -hmm. i would have loved that tv show as it is it's a long movie that's confusing and Mm -hmm. doesn't go into detail on anything that i actually want to hear about and yeah like people are pretty but we don't actually give a shit about Mm -mm. their characters they're they come off as bland it was the Mm -hmm. same thing that happened and i commented on this too with the mortal instruments like the mortal instruments was a shit show it was confusing Mm -hmm. it like did not spend enough time explaining anything but Shadowhunters, the show was way more successful and it just goes to show that often these concepts do not fit in the movie structure and they need to be more long form so we can like the characters, understand the world. Ship people. Yeah, because the world is confusing. It was like when Vampire Academy, they spent the first 20 minutes trying to explain <laughs> everything that was mm-hmm. like happening in the world. This one, they just cut the explanation about like what a siren is, what a seer is. And they're just like, people will get it, right? Nope. 
No. <laughs> and I think they tried to, we talked about this too, they tried to do it with like audience placement because the main character is not Lena, mm-hmm. it is Ethan. Mm-hmm. So we're like learning along with him, but it's still fucking confusing. Mm-hmm. So that was unsuccessful. Yeah. I think you asked like, well, why does Violet Davis have all these cool tattoos? We never find out. We don't know. I know. I was like, I hope we see more of her cool tattoos. No. Nope. We don't understand the significance of it at all. It's a bad movie. Honestly, (laughs) I would say watch The Mortal Instruments or Vampire Academy over this movie. And they both have much lower Rotten Tomato scores. But like, I think are more fun to watch. Yeah. Do you agree with that, Anne? I think if uh, Alden Ehrenreich had been shirtless, I would have been like, no, it's worth seeing. But he keeps his shirt on the whole time. (laughs) I know. The rating said... Oh, but the Emily Rossum dresses, though. um, Emmy Rossum? Is that her name? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Emmy Rossum. Mm-hmm. If you're an Emmy Rossum, you should see this movie because she wears at one point just like a sheer black lace. Oh, thing. it's very attractive. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Which makes sense because she's a siren and she's yeah. here to enchant mm-hmm. people into like mm-hmm. wanting her. So it yeah. worked. And Emma Thompson is amazing in this movie, honestly, especially oh, yeah. in comparison to everyone else who sucks. Her <laughs> acting was great. I think the lines she was given to work with weren't so good, but no. she really. Um, she did sold it better than anyone else did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, does anyone have any last thoughts about Beautiful Creatures, the film? I'm so ready to stop thinking about this movie forever. Same. Cool. Let's move on, friends. So our next game, in honor of Becca being here, and because Becca doesn't know who anyone is, um, which was especially (laughs) obvious when Becca and I went to see Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Oh, you saw it. Yeah, it's a delight. I can't wait. It's very fun. I would see it again for sure. Um, Lily James is very charming, just in general. But we are watching the previews, Mm -hmm. and there's some weird movie with Bradley Cooper. Oh, God. He's in such a weird movie. Bradley Cooper! Also, I, like, caused a bit of fuss at our staff retreat on Friday, because I mentioned Bradley Cooper, and someone was like, oh my gosh, he's so attractive. And I was like, really? Like, Bradley Cooper does nothing for me. 20s or 30s. I mean, if you're in your, like, late 30s, it's like, oh, yeah, he's a super hottie, but... I don't know, man. Um, But Becca leans over because Becca likes to bait me (laughs) and likes to, like, say things that are wrong on purpose just so she can see my face. Because you had done that earlier in the previews, too, I think, with other people. Yes, I had. But Becca looks over at me while Bradley Cooper is on screen. She's like, that's Jake Gyllenhaal, right? (laughs) (laughs) of famous people and see if she can accurately identify them. Um, so we're going to start with someone who's been in the news a lot for a couple different reasons. And we are going to see if Becca knows who she is. So. You should put like a link to the photos in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, I should do that. That's smart. 
follow along. Play. Can you name the song? Yeah. She <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of the like final round on. Have either of you watched Ellen's game show? I love Game, game of games. games. Yes. It's so good. It. They took it off Hulu. Like for a while, releasing Maggie no and I were so upset about that because we <clears throat> love Game of Games, and but Hulu was how we watched it. Mm-hmm. I hope yeah. they bring it back. I hope so too. I love the like last round where they it's the rapid fire like name mm-hmm. the 10, 10 celebrities that show up in a row. Yeah, and if you get that, then you win the whatever yeah. money prize. I'm so impressed every time they get them all. Usually, I know most of them too because they're like A listers. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw a picture of Oprah or like Rosario Dawson or like I feel like Rosario Dawson, Jake Gyllenhaal and, and Bradley aren't... Cooper would have both been on there. I want to yeah, say that's true. And yeah, Becca would have fucked it up. Yeah, I watched it. I'm like, wow, I could never win this. <laughs> okay, I'd Becca, have to study. Who is this? Okay. <clears throat> have you seen her before? She's blonde. She, um. Has a smoky eye going on. She has like a tattoo that. It's Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> um, I should I just guess? You should just yeah. guess. Okay. Um, can I see again? Oh yeah. Okay. I need to like look while I'm guessing, and then that okay. helps. I know it's not Selena Gomez. <laughs> I'm gonna say, fuck, who do I know that's blonde? Teen Vogue. Hmm. Um, what's her name with the blonde and she's on the, she's like gotten older and she's like playing older and older characters. What shows has she been on? She was like on 30 Rock for a while. Oh, yeah, that girl. That girl, oh, you know. And, that girl from 30 Rock, the young and woman. She was, blo- she was Chloe like Moritz. That? Chloe Grace Moritz. Oh! That's my oh, guess. Oh, different girl. Yeah. I was thinking about, yeah. I was thinking That's, about you know what? One. I respect the guess. That's not actually Thank that bad. Yeah, you. I respect the guess quite a lot. I, but I do want you to know the first thing I wanted to say was Selena Gomez <laughs> with blonde hair. <laughs> Of Haley Baldwin. Mm-hmm. You Who? might know oh. Haley Baldwin. Is she like Alec Baldwin's daughter? Is she? I don't know which of the Baldwins she's related to. Um, One of them. There are a bunch of Baldwins. I would not have come up with Haley Baldwin. Okay. So, backstory behind Haley Baldwin is back in like 2015, 2016, whatever, she was hooking up with Justin Bieber for a really long mm-hmm. time. And then she made me real mad because she showed up at the Met Gala with Sean Mendes and he was Ugh. like oh. fixing her dress and they came together and I was like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. This is not acceptable. But now, supposedly, and like confirmed by his Instagram, they are engaged. Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin are engaged. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's funny So you may you have seen Selena her Gomez. picture around. But yeah, it's really true. funny that you said Selena Gomez. Because yeah. Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber obviously were together for a really long time. That's so obvious to me. Type. Maybe not. Is well, the... they look super different. I mean, I There's think. something in the face. Anyway, uh, so I think I remember you telling me about the um, Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes, probably because I was upset about it's, it. It's on an episode that you will edit at some point. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's or my I will first, edit. Well, it'll, an task. edit will happen. I plan to do it before it today. I just, I 
Yeah. That's how it goes when I edit things too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, totally have time. Mm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that was hilarious. So okay, on to next on to the up. next. Um, I am gonna find. A I'll be happy if I know one of these. I'm gonna be really proud of you if you know one of them. I'm gonna be like genuinely impressed. Okay, Becca, who is this? That's one of the Jonases. <laughs> yes. It's Joe Jonas. Oh my god! Because right. of the eyebrows. Because of the eyebrows that I mentioned earlier in the yes! episode. Yes! Thank you. That <laughs> primed me. Otherwise, I might have guessed Jonas, but I would not have known which mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. You've been like, Peter Jonas. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Jonas. <laughs> okay, Becca, who's this? Okay, hold on. I have to collect myself. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> He's not very good looking. Is he another Jonas? <laughs> yes. I think I think he is another Jonas. No one's name though. There's Nick Jonas, Joe Jonas, and <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Isn't there another Jonas? <laughs> There's a fourth Jonas. There is a fourth I also, four Jonas. I also oh my God. don't remember this Jonas's name. Oh, you don't? I'm realizing oh. now. So if you don't know how yeah, much either of you know. do both, if you want to guess this. Um. <laughs> Nick, Joe, and... <laughs> I mean, you could also be like, Nick and Joe are super conventional, boring white guy names. Just come up with another boring, conventional white guy I name know. and you might actually get it right. <laughs> so I said Peter Jonas earlier, and now that's the only name I can <laughs> yeah. think of. So my guess that I know is wrong is Peter Jonas. Is that because we were talking about Pete Davidson? Yes, it is. Okay, fair enough. Uh, um, um, <clears throat> Dylan Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look up the fourth Jonas's name because what if it actually is a Jonas? <laughs> Who is you that know? guy? That is Kevin Jonas. Kevin! <laughs> That's my sister's boyfriend's name. Oh, is it? I should know that Kevin is Kevin. a good white boy name. <laughs> you were close with Dylan. I think Dylan and Kevin are the same vibe. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Um, oh, wait, do you know how hard it is to search for the fourth Jonas brother? Because when you just search Jonas Brothers, it's the band. Mm. How do you search for the fourth Jonas? Other Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Other Jonas. Or go to the Wikipedia and see if it lists all them by name as siblings. Mm, Oh, that's smart. Okay, I'm going to do Other Jonas Brother, and if that doesn't work, I'm going to go to No, just say Other Jonas. If you put Brother in there, you're going to get all the bands. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Frankie Jonas. Frankie Frankie. That's Born in 2000. (laughs) That's weird. Born in 2000? Yeah. Frankie Jonas can vote now. Frankie Jonas can't vote. Well, depending on when his birthday Wait, is. What? September twenty twenty eighth. Yes. He'll be able to vote. Yeah. Depending oh on which yeah. Date very he's in. soon. In in the November. You can register at seventeen, Frankie Jonas. In Oregon, you can register at sixteen. Ask think. Yara Shahidi really? about it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. It was a bus project initiative. Good. To do automatic voter registration oh, yeah. at sixteen, or when you sign your up for your driver's license. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun facts. With 
policy. Back from that Oregon stand. <laughs> Vote no on Measure 105 or you're a racist. It's true. Measure 105 mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm not going to show you pictures of Nick Jonas because you would have figured it out based on the other Jonases. I, I just looked at photos of him. Oh, you did. Because when I was looking at him and Priyanka... Mm-hmm. Please tweet oh, yeah. at us. Do they look good together? Yes or no? Hashtag Nick and Priyanka. <laughs> so which of you is the Nick and which of you is the Priyanka? Um, because I was listening to some podcast where they were like, okay, Nick and Priyanka. I think it was the Lady Gang, actually. And they were like, okay, what do you think? And some people were like, no, he's way too young. And other people were like, get it, girl. he's so rich. Do it. <laughs> and I feel in between those two. How old is he? 25, 26? I think he's like our age. Get it. Um, and she's in her mid thirties. But I will confirm. Oh, Nick Jonas' age is the first thing that comes mm. up. Twenty five. Hmm. But he turns twenty six in September, so he's hmm. like same grade ish as us. Yeah, hmm. depending on when the cutoff was for his particular school district, or whether his parents <laughs> were really pushy. Mm-hmm. But probably there were the people who waited until the next year because that gives you. A that is nice mental to and physical advantage, mm-hmm. according to Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm. Hockey, the hockey study. Hockey study. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to link to it because it, <laughs> it's fascinating. That movie's fascinating. Anyway, Canadian hockey players and Malcolm Gladwell. Google it. It's interesting. We'll tweet about it. Anyway, that was Becca guessing celebrities. That was really fun. It I would do more if you wanted to. Moderately well. well. We'll come prepared next time you're a guest with more celebrities in advance okay. that's true i also struggle to think of any celebrities yeah. it's hard because i know who all of them are <laughs> i got one half out of three that's 50 percent. that's good that, that's not that bad math checks out that's, thank you that's really not bad actually i'm gonna do one more mm, do it just for my own amusement because i think will you, it's... Will you show me first yes okay good i will i'll look over here okay do you think that's the one that makes sense? Yes. Okay. Will I know it? I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. You're going to be... Uh, okay, yeah. Becca, who's this? Three, two, one. I believe in you, Becca. Actually, I don't. I love you, Can but I you don't. Can you give me a hint? Like, is he an actor or a singer? He's a singer. Is it... not ed sheeran it went black <laughs> oh it went black so your guesses are so entertaining i'm just gonna say you're like i know that's not selena gomez i know that's not ed sheeran because it's just like interesting that you picked that name it is actually oh oh okay that gives that's a hint and that, that was a hint, hint. okay hint. it's niall horan because <laughs> they both hooked up with what's her face at the what what's it called and then he wrote a song about it and i only know that because Lena told me about it yes they both picked up with ellie golding thank you ellie golding and then ed sheeran wrote a song about it called you know is that don't or sing or is it is is it don't i blocked it from my memory because i hate it so much i think it is don't um I'm just going to search Ed Sheeran, Ellie Goulding, so and see what comes up. That's two out of four. My, uh, actually, that's the same. That's the you, same did get a, you did get a hint. I got a hint. So Yeah, it's a don't. Um, because the lyrics... We have talked about this song on this podcast before, too. Um, 
because it's so absurd. Don't Ed Sheeran. There's going to be an Ed Sheeran movie and we're going to have to watch it. No! I know. Is that real? Yes. Why? Wait, is it? Or yes. are you just predicting no, it? No, it's in There's the works. There's an Ed Sheeran movie? Yes. <laughs> I know. But we basically have painted ourselves into a corner where if we don't watch it, like we have to we come have up with a really good reason it. why not. And I don't have a good reason why not. Aside from I hate him. But um, that, I think that's a good enough reason. It is. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so she told me I was never looking for a friend. Maybe you could swing by my room around 10. Baby, bring the lemon and a bottle of gin. We'll be between the sheets till the late a.m. I can't imagine wanting to have sex with Ed Sheeran multiple times. <laughs> like, I could see once, maybe, if I was sad. I'm doing like, I'm doing like the Arthur fist. <laughs> um... For a couple weeks, I only want to see her. We drink away the days with a takeaway pizza. She's staying at my place, loves the way I treat her. That I'm suspicious of. Um, on my hotel door. She was crying on my shoulder, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I never intended to be next, but you didn't need to take him to bed. That's all. And I never saw him as a threat until you disappeared with him to have sex. That's Niall Horan. Him is Niall Horan. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never just so fun, and I thought you were different. Slut shaming. It was just fun. That was made very clear, even in the context of your own song. Yeah, she <sighs> knocked on your door to have sex. That's the whole thing. That was all it was. Just Don't fuck with my love. That heart is so cold. Oh, it's just it's like you suck oh, so I it. bad. I want to. I want a public apology to Ellie Goulding for that fucking song. Also, I'm just so sad for Ellie Goulding. Like Ed Sheeran and Niall Horan. Like, I mean Niall Horan. I mean they're both really wealthy, but so is she. So that shouldn't be like a big draw. Mm. I'm over it. Well, not over it, but it just. Well, okay. and now Niall. Oh, we should check if Niall and Haley are still together. Haley uh, Steinfeld. Steinfeld from True Grit and Pitch Perfect 2. Yes. Um, and as maybe Niall Horan's girlfriend. The vodka is affecting my ability to, <laughs> to type. type. <laughs> and it's taking a really long time. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so the last article I can find, Niall Horan and, Har- and Haley Steinfeld spotted in New York City on rare romantic date out together posted on the day before my birthday, July 17th. Niall Horan and Haley Steinfeld are still going strong. Mm. Apparently, he was wearing a shirt and navy shorts, and she was wearing white kicks and sunglasses. Great. Wonderful. And a Reformation jumpsuit. Sensible outfit. That's a cute jumpsuit. I mean, she's, she's great. She's so great. Anyway, okay, apparently they're still dating. Okay. So, the more Throwback you know. TBT to when Lita found that out live on the podcast. <laughs> and we took a picture. And took many pictures. That's great. That whole thing is very well documented. <laughs> okay, what's next? So, how do you want to handle this, Anne? Okay, Wait. for this next segment, because I'm princess of this episode, it has been a running joke in my life that... One of my bucket list items is to be a contestant on The Bachelor, which should not be surprising to you listeners because I've been watching The Bachelor for a very long time. We are fans. Mm-hmm. Um, Hometowns coming up. Oh, yeah. 
No, hometowns already. Oh, happened, sorry, bitch. I'm in a fugue state. It's, Fantasy you just suites call are coming in up. A bitch, I did. <laughs> in a loving, endearing kind of way. It's fantasy it. suites and fantasy suites. The sex is going down. Boom. Okay, that's why anyway. she got rid of Colton. I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Who wants Good. to teach boys anything these days? Jesus. Okay, that's my own. No one. Okay. So, again, running joke that I'm going to apply to be on The Bachelor at some point. But you don't want to apply yourself because that's kind of vain. You want people to nominate you. You want people to apply on your behalf so you look extra good. So, I have volunteered Anne and Becca to be the people who nominate me. Lovely. And we are going to listen to them answer some of the questions on the actual Bachelor contestant application. For me. I'm going to drink more in the meantime. So the question I selected to answer on behalf of Lita for her bachelor casting is question number six. What would your hometown date be like? Where would we go? And who would we meet? So Lita's hometown date. This is how it's going to go. Portland. Obviously. <laughs> when do they usually film Bachelor Hometowns? Is it It would spring, be summer? fall. Oh my god, it's so lucky. Fall in Portland. Amazing. It would be like October-ish. Mm-hmm. So, Lita loves kombucha. Lita does love it's kombucha. It's a part of her identity. A big part. Um, and so, Lita would end up having her date be at that super silly uh self-serve kombucha place even though i know you don't like their kombucha i don't but because it's like so quirky and so portland Mm -hmm. and like there's a good opportunity to just like kind of like flirt and like chill and also meet friends who live very close to that self-serve kombucha Mm -hmm. place Mm -hmm. that's where that's the element of your hometown date where it's like casual just like hey bring my girlfriends along check this guy out um, so that's the part of the date where I get invited to have some self-serve kombucha off of Belmont and, um, and meet the, the bachelor and, and give you my, my blessing. And I will demand that he ask me for my blessing. That's legitimate. Mm-hmm. And, and he'd, he'd have a man bun. He would have a man bun. Like, let's be very clear. That's very necessary. The entire home done date, his hair is tied up in a man bun. Lita loves a man bun. Mm-hmm. Okay, Becca. Okay. Um, I picked describe your ultimate fantasy date. Do you have a favorite actor or actress? So in my version of this, um, Harry Styles is the bachelor and uh, he takes Lita on a fantasy date. So their fantasy date is somewhere that Lita like really wants to go. So I don't know, like maybe or like wants to go back to. So let's say... Like, Harry Styles takes Lita on a private plane, even though they're illegal now in our universe, <laughs> to, like, Nashville. And they, like, go around, and they oh, get some, like... so fun in Nashville, too. Pulled pork sandwiches, mm-hmm. and they, like, go, and he serenades her, and they then they dance while someone else, like, who's not a, you know, bottom-of-the-barrel singer does, like, a performance, and then they go, and they just, like, talk a lot and like really get to know each other and 
share a lot and are really open with each other and then the next morning maybe they get brunch um and that's my that's my take on what your fantasy date would be you drink french 75s on a rooftop i do i do love a good french 75 Mm -hmm. although i don't know if i would drink french 75s in nashville they tend to serve a lot of drinks in mason jars mason jar sized French <laughs> oh, that would fuck you. Wow. <laughs> yes. That would fuck you up. <clears throat> I love so, it. Thank cool. you, friends. Yes. All you need to worry about is putting me in a really positive and interesting and sexy light. Mm-hmm. Those are the three. You have to convince them that I would be good TV mm. yep. and that I'm attractive enough to be on TV. I think those are the two. I'd be like, she's got great skin. You'll save on. <laughs> you should wear the red that red dress you just bought for the wedding. Oh, I did buy a red in your dress for the wedding. application mm-hmm. video because that's the questions we're reading are from like the things you're supposed to answer on in your video application because um, that's apparently the best way. Which we will make. To, yeah, mm-hmm. we can make it right after this if you wanted. Who do you think will be The Bachelor, though? (laughs) Now that we're coming up Now that we're actually talking about it? On Fantasy Suites, and we're down to the top three. I think Jason has potential. Jason's won my heart. I don't think he's going to get to the point with Becca where Blake already is. Mm -hmm. Fucking hate Garrett. Hope he gets his heart broken. I want him to cry on TV. um, (laughs) Because he's a xenophobe. Yeah, that's true. So... I, I would root for Jason. He really impressed me on his hometown date. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had a great hometown. I feel like he was like flying under the radar before, and I was like, oh, that's the guy that looks like the guy from Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. Joel. Yes, and I was Joel. not super into his hair, so they would need to redo his hair. Yep. Oh, for sure. But I thought he was charming and great, and I want to see more of his brother and his yeah, brother-in-law. Yeah, his hot brother. Yeah. His hot gay brother, yeah. which I called, and you Andy did. said that I already knew, and I didn't. I know. It's... You're so in tune with this show. I just, I can't help it. This is what happens when you watch a show for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as that eight years, eight years I've been watching this show. I know, man. So long. <laughs> it's been Better. a long time. Um, I could see, I could see either Jason or Blake if she chooses Garrett. I hope she doesn't choose Garrett. I, I think you're right. Yes, I hope she doesn't either. <laughs> America hopes she doesn't what about, choose Garrett. What about Colton? Do you think Colton has bachelor potential? I don't know about a virgin like, bachelor. I think that's too much drama that for could this be whole season. gimmicky, though. Also, Colton's going to be on Bachelor in Paradise. So oh. if Colton actually does get together with Tia, or if he pulls a Dean and mm. is a big asshole on Bachelor in Paradise, I don't see it. I could see him pulling a Dean. I could, too. Do you think they'd pull somebody back from before? If, like, say Jason doesn't do it, maybe they pick Dean or whoever. If if they could get Peter, I would be like, yes, I don't even care. Just put Peter Mm. on my television screen. I'll watch him forever. (laughs) But I don't think that's going to happen. And Rachel was the last Bachelorette, right? So there aren't really any other options. Eric's going to be on Bachelor in Paradise, but I really don't see them being like, Yes, let's have another black bachelor bachelorette contestant. Could they That's pull an so international bachelor I contestant? Hope they don't. I mean, it would have to be someone from Winter Games. Yeah, like the New and Zealand Kevin guy. Kevin looks like ugly. Suck. He's a little older though. Um, James Marsden. Mm. And no, the New Zealand guy, wasn't he the one who pulled the I'm choosing no one? Yeah, LOL, they might not want to give him another chance. No, I don't think so. But I think he kind of redeemed himself with Bibiana. He did kind of. I just feel like that's a big gamble. 
Especially because they already took a gamble on what's-his-face, Brad Womack, twice. Mm. And that worked out poorly both times. So I think they've been burned. Do Nick Vile again. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing left to say about Nick Vile. I'm done. I feel like it's either going to be Peter... Blake or Jason. Chris Harrison. <laughs> That's what I think the final, final, final bachelor season is he should single? be. Yeah, he's divorced. Oh my. <laughs> they should do an all divorcee season. Oh. <laughs> or I could be the bachelorette and it Funny. could be an all by season. Mm. All by saying. They need that needs to happen. It's just so like I hate how we'll make it, the we'll bi make people are own. tokenized and it's like, ooh, there's a bi person ooh, bi. on this season. Ooh. Like, what's that yeah. gonna mean? They're gonna be such a slut. It's like just fuck it's you. never it's never also exciting. it's not gonna mean anything if they're the only person who's bi. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to have multiple bi people or you need to have a bi bachelor bachelorette and they have a free for all. Yes. Those are the two options. I want the free for all. That's so what bad. I want. I want to be the bi bachelorette and they give me everyone mm-hmm. and I just get to have fun. I wonder how weeks. much say the bachelor bachelorette has on the like final 30 that actually go to the first episode, you know, because not a lot. Like, like we were talking earlier today and you were like, no one's a 50 50 bisexual, which like I totally agree with and mm-hmm. identify with. So, like, what if they gave you like 15 men and 15 women like statistically like what if they tried to produce a season like that but like you didn't want any of the like maybe like two of the 15 women but like like what did it mean if you limited all of the men right away or all of the women right away and like you're gonna have to like deal with what that means by yourself that would be a lot of fallout too That's much drama true. but i yeah. would also watch it and oh yeah have a lot sure. of feelings about it yeah well what if i mean no that sounds really complicated i was like you could give them like your approximate ratio but like that's not <laughs> it's, a thing it's, yeah because like i think it's not it's not like a like Blanket a single statement. plane spectrum yeah. it's like there's gender identity and gender expression yeah mm. and so 50 50 doesn't make sense because it's like it's like what's the shape of your quadrangle and even that like i'm yeah. thinking a two-dimensional <laughs> space sexuality is like at least a three-dimensional space true. yeah so mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's way too, too complicated it's too complicated for reality television to like even begin to try to understand and produce but well i mean but you could also do what the bachelor bachelorette does when they think race politics are getting into it and they keep people so they don't end up making an offensive political statement Mm -hmm. you know like i don't know there's so much more logic that goes into Mm -hmm. it i think than emotion Mm -hmm. and i think emotion plays a role too but at the end of the day i think most of the bachelors or bachelorettes know who their top at least couple people are Mm -hmm. going to be and the rest are just kind of like along for the ride, which people mm-hmm. you get along with, which people you want to have around, yeah. like whatever, or which mm-hmm. people you absolutely can't stand, so you need to get rid of, right? Mm-hmm. And you can decide all that stuff pretty fast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like so, probably like second or third cocktail party, you know. Mm-hmm. And maybe you keep people around for fantasy suite that you just kind of like want to go to a fantasy suite with, but you know are not actually like a potential partner. Mm-hmm. In the long term, we sh- there should be a dating app that's like along the idea that like you are your own personal like bachelor or bachelorette, and <laughs> as you swipe on people, you assign them categories like eliminated first round or yeah. fantasy oh, suite like or that. hometowns. 
Can I tell you something that happened that was really hilarious and horrible to me today on Hinge? Mm. Someone, I have not responded to this, someone messaged me, and I want to get your first take on this. Would you like to play a super fun game? Someone sent you that? No, I don't. Yes, exactly. I just want to talk to you like a real person. Yeah. Like, can we just be real people like, that for a minute? Creepy. Like, that sounds creepy. Why? Why? Like, who has the energy to play a super fun game I with a stranger? I do not want to play games. No. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. Like, please stop. Super fun. I downloaded stop. Hinge in the first five minutes of us, like, figuring out our recording. Oh. So that'll be fun Maybe you'll afternoon. run into Kevin. Oh my god. Yeah, I think like Kevin we have to start comparing like who we go on dates with so that we don't go with the same people or whatever. Not like I don't know. I do think Beck and I have different taste in people, generally speaking, because Lila loves a boat too. <laughs> Frankly. Becca does not love a I boat like too. Musicians. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> so we Hopefully were there won't be overlap. We'll see. We were brainstorming yesterday, like where do you, where do you find boat shoes in Portland? And we couldn't come up with anything. I think you would find boat shoes at uh, Lewis and Clark Law School. Oh, yes. Mm. You're right. Interesting. We should go to a social at Lewis and Clark. Well, I was just around like a million law students, mm. but I there was, was that shy. one silver phone. There were two hot ones. There was the guy with the glasses, and there, were, there was the guy who looked like Max from Max. Oh. <laughs> oh, return my heart. <laughs> I, know, I kept like looking at him. I was like, oh my God. But also, I felt too awkward and unimportant to actually go up to him. What if you catfished that guy? <laughs> I would have to work really hard. I would have to figure out who he is. Mm. But I guess I could do that with any of them mm-hmm. because they were all a sea of law students, but I was one of three people from the nonprofit, so they would re- remember me more than I remembered them. Mm-hmm. Interesting, friends. Mm. We will return to this. Um, so now that we're all a little bit tipsy, <laughs> a little bit beyond tipsy, we're going to wrap up with a final game, um, which is going to be a guessing game where Becca and I, Anne, are going to read lyrics and Lita is going to have to decide, are these lyrics One Direction lyrics or are they Shawn Mendes lyrics? And if Lita gets it right, we drink. And if Lita gets it wrong, Lita drinks. And I and don't I, think we're going to do... You don't get a request anymore, lyrics. You either get it or you don't. Okay. That seems fair. So, yeah. You but again, have, no, like, know, super, super deep cuts. No Target extended mm-hmm. editions. No deluxe no. albums. No, no, no. This is, you know, album ready. Okay. It might not be... You know, stuff that got put on the radio, but it, oh, will, it will have been now. That's acceptable. Becca, do you have your first one? So, here's the first song, Lita. Are you ready? Yes. Are you going to know this? I don't know. Okay. So, the lines are, Your hand fits in mine like it's made just for me, but bear in mind, it was meant to be. That's One Direction. Do you know the song, though? Um, Hold on. If you don't, that's okay. But Becca has to drink. It's little things. It is indeed. <laughs> well done. Drink, bitch. Hey. <laughs> this is what I get. That's All right. My turn. Okay. <clears throat> Every time I see you, baby, I get lost. If I'm dreaming, baby, please don't wake me up. Every night I'm with you, I fall more in love. Sean 
Mendes. That is correct. Okay. Bonus points if you know the song. Okay. Can you read the lyrics one more time? Uh, every time I see you, baby, I get lost. If I'm dreaming, baby, please don't wake me up. Every night I'm with you, I fall more in love. Now I'm laying by your side. And I'm going to finish off like the please. rest of the... Everything feels right since you came along. I'm thinking, baby. I can't place the lyrics without the music. Fair enough. It is uh, Fallen All in You from oh, his new album. Oh, yes. Okay. And you earned it by guessing Sean Mendes, so I'm going to drink. Thank you. I feel like you should have to drink twice if I get the song, uh-huh. too. Did, Be- did Becca drink twice? I do not, but I can drink another time. <laughs> work is going to be horrific tomorrow. No, as long as you eat enough, you'll be fine. This is, we have learned this. Yeah. Okay. Ann and I are very good at this okay. by this point. So are we doing three or are we doing five? Three. Three? Okay. So this one goes... I won't beg for your love. Won't say please. I won't fall to the ground on my knees. You know I've given this everything. Baby, honestly. Baby, honestly. This is Charlie Puth. Ah! (laughs) This is what you've done for me featuring Kalani. You're right. You're right. It is. Wow. (laughs) So Lita got it right, even though we lied to her and told her it was either going to be One Direction or Shawn Mendes. They tried to trick me, these assholes! And you were not thwarted. (laughs) And you knew the song and the artist, and so Beck and I both have to drink. Drink, bitches! Cheers. Cheers. I also know who the featuring artist was. Like, I feel like I get Mm -hmm. extra credit for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we finish our drinks. I appreciate. Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, we have to finish. Oh, I have to finish them. mine too. So <laughs> right. we might as well just all finish together. Great. Well, um, let's wrap the episode. Okay. Um, thanks, Becca, for joining us. Thanks for um, having me. You can find the show on Twitter at vodka lem stand, online at vodka lemonade stand dot com. Uh, give us feedback, requests, any all that. We love engaging with audiences. We're and on if- the podcast app. We're on iTunes. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. If you get to be a number one fan, maybe we'll have you on the show like Becca. Yeah. I mean, if you're local, that's super easy. If you're local, if you're queer, we got a third mic for you. It's true. We do. Fourth mic, we're not there yet. If you give us money, we can be there. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's a that's a level of Patreon member Patreon that we have not set up. <laughs> yeah. Because we do not yet have a Patreon, but once we do, we will definitely tell you. You know, we're working on it. We're, we're Pending. a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our website evolves by the day. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much okay. for joining us for this kind of shit show drunk episode. <laughs> What a blessing. Okay, my birthday pod, which is why it's sloppy, because, you know. Birthday pod, devil may care. Cheers. Cheers, friends.